Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Erin Jensen and Megan Patterson. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan Stories series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of Aesthetic PA, Expert Injector, National trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen we are here to drop knowledge cutting out the bullshit while making you laugh along the way welcome to through thick and skin podcast my name is Megan Patterson and I'm Aaron Jensen and we are on episode number 36 in a new space once again recording. I know Aaron's like on one she has keys like a janitor uh, we're like recording in this new space it's nice it has like a patio yeah we, so what is this? Um, this is our essentially our laundry room. Mm. Our facial bar is, you know, we've talked about this a lot. It is a 2,000 square foot historical home. Well, there isn't much extra room. And now that we have six estheticians working, we generate a ton of laundry. Yeah. And I don't know if you know this, like laundry service is very expensive. Oh, yeah. And it was much more uh, efficient and effective for us to rent a space and get three washers and dryers going full time. So it's across the street from the facial bar like in the back alley. That's crazy that mm-hmm. it's cheaper for you to rent a space. I mean, you're smart because you'll use the space for other things in addition to the washer yeah. and dryer. Well, in the beginning, I took the laundry home every night. For oh, me. I remember. You were bitter as hell about that, too. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd like drag your little laundry uh, <laughs> cart. Nico took his own laundry home. And I know. It. Nico is such a, just a, a doll. Like he, he was like, it's no big deal. Yeah. And he'd come with this little package of like like Dumbo's, you know, little sheet unrolling and like all the little laundry would be done so perfectly. I know. <laughs> yeah. So we're in a new space. We are expanding. Um, yeah. I don't like know. Like crazy. I mean, Just, there's more that you probably can't talk about, huh? Yeah. We'll get to that on the questions. I think that's one of the questions. Oh, we asked. Well, yeah. So questions, you guys, you're probably wondering what is this week's episode? We decided due to popular demand to do another no holds barred question and answer sesh. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I asked our listeners on the Instagram to ask me any question. It didn't have to be related to skin. It could be anything they wanted to know. And so we got a lot of questions. People came through with a lot of questions. Some of you guys asked questions, which we already covered on other podcast episode, which makes me want to spank you because you haven't done your homework and listened to all of our episodes. But you know, you might be a new listener. Exactly. So I'm going to have mercy on you. And we'll do a little refresher. Yeah. Because we... We do a lot of different topics on our podcast while we are beauty and skincare focused. You know, not all topics pertain to everyone. So, you know, sometimes one episode might speak more to you than the next. So that's totally fine. You don't listen to all of them, but, mm-hmm. you know, Megan would like you to be efficient and just do your homework. Just listen. We do. We do. Uh, we put a lot of hard work into these <laughs> podcasts and I want you guys to listen to all this wisdom and soak it up because not only will you learn something, but it's very impressive to drop these little nuggets of wisdom at parties and on dates. It's very impressive that you know that filler uh, originated from bovine uh, back in the day from cows. And you can thank us for that when people at the party are like, wow, you're so smart. And you're like, actually, I just listen to podcasts. So. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, you guys, so we're going to talk, we're going to do questions and answers. Mm-hmm. So um, let's just jump right into it. 
Okay. I guess. Let's go. Do you go. want me to ask you the first question, Erin? Yeah. I mean, looking at this list, there a lot of the questions are more for me, but yeah, just go, go for it. A lot of them are for you, but I know a lot. You do. Too. So you are educated. Okay. So let's go ahead and hop right into it. So these questions are super random, you guys. We're not going to all like just combine the skin ones in the beginning and then talk about the personal no. life towards the ends. No, we're just going to jump in and how we receive these questions. <laughs> okay. Let's so go. So Erin Jensen, my question for you. What are your thoughts on Rodan and Fields and PCA skincare products? Mid-level marketing aside. Multi-level. Multi-level. See, I've already blocked it out of my brain. <laughs> I don't even know what MLM stands for. But beyond the fact that it's an MLM. Yeah. So I so I don't think PCA is MLM. It's okay. A, it's a medical. So we get this question a lot. What do we think about other skincare lines? There are thousands if not more skincare lines in the world and for we're not going to know all of them completely and so what i always recommend to everybody is you want to look turn around and look at the ingredients on the back that is the most important thing yep um i have looked at you know whenever i have a patient bring their skincare products in i don't look at the label i turn it around and look at the ingredients mm -hmm. i've looked at the rodan and fields products i mean i don't know them very thoroughly but I do think they have do have redeeming ingredients. That's I it. The ingredients. That's exactly. what you're focusing on. Redeeming ingredients. But I know their lightning system has, I believe it's 2% hydroquinone. And what I tell patients is that 2% hydroquinone is just over-the-counter hydroquinone. Like if you want a bleaching cream to do anything, you're going to need 4% or higher combined with something that's exfoliative to the skin. So I think what these companies oftentimes do is that they over-promise and under-deliver. Mm. So if they're going to put a before and after picture that looks like someone had a facelift, that's what I don't love about it. Like just sell what the product is realistically going to do for the average person. So that's mm -hmm. when those companies rub me the wrong way is when I think they're just a little bit predatory and taking advantage of people for um, unrealistic before and after photos. Mm -hmm. PCA skincare has really good quality ingredients. Um, I think it's a great line. So again, look, learn your ingredients, go back and listen to our podcast where we really focus on each ingredient individually, like glycolic acid, like our retinol. The dose episode has a really good breakdown of different ingredients and make sure those ingredients are really, really good. Mm -hmm. But I should say this, there are some skincare lines that will say the right ingredient, but how it's formulated, the package it comes in, you know, th that can be a little bit hard to um, weave through. So for example, vitamin C's cannot be exposed to sunlight or they will degrade. So if you get a vitamin C in a clear bottle, it's not going to be effective because the sun has degraded it. But it looks so cute. I know it's and orange. And it was only it was only eight dollars and ninety seven cents. And it smells oh, like oranges. And, yeah, and the hyaluronic acid serum I got was just six dollars and seventy nine cents. Yeah, you know what I'm you know I'm throwing shade. Which brand I'm throwing shade at? I know it's very <laughs> normal. <laughs> it's very it's the... expected. It's very. <laughs> It's the opposite of extraordinary. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No yeah. vitamin C serum is going to work if it costs less than $10. No. All right. I mean, yes. We just, you know, just have low expectations of those type of things. <laughs> have low expectations of the money you drop on those uh, skincare products. Oh, gosh. Because they have those buzzwords, those buzzwords, ingredients. Like exactly. Just because a bottle says L-absorbic acid, which is vitamin C, it doesn't always translate. So ingredients should be number one, but then do your research, do your homework a little bit more into the science of products. That's what's going to be helpful for it. Yeah. So again, I mean, no, Megan has her own opinions on MLM. You know, I have my different opinions. I just think as long as you are being sold realistically what the product is, like Tupperware, Tupperware was like the OG MLM, mm -hmm. right? 
like you know what you're getting with Tupperware. Tupperware is Tupperware. I'm totally fine with that. But when someone is trying to cure medical conditions, mm. and that's when I think it's uh, it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, it's it's a little yeah. I'm not gonna talk on it because I'll get dragged. <laughs> so no comment. Let's move forward. I let Aaron the more diplomatic one answer Next that question. One. Okay, so another skin question. Thoughts on retinol creams increasing breakouts in acne-prone skin. Does it, retinol creams do that? Do they make you break out? What is that accent or uh, enunciation? I have a question for you. Hmm. I've had several people ask if I was from Canada. That, like the way I enunciate cer- certain words sound Canadian. Uh, I get, have you heard that at all? People have asked if I'm from the Midwest. People ask some a cop one time who wrote me a ticket asked if I was from New York. And I was like, why, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, because the way you jaywalked, you'd think you're from New York. And I was like, maybe I am. Not for nothing. Give me my ticket. I got to run. <laughs> so I bring, I take on different accents depending on the, you know, the, the mood. Si- situation. But Canadian, when I hang out with my Canadian friends, my intonation is, yeah, uh, I go like, yeah, boot, 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 boot. But no, I've never been like, unless I'm with my friends from Toronto, nobody asks But I'm asking Canadian. me. No, you, you sound like a white girl. I know. That's what like, I thought too. But yeah. I just want to ask you. Okay, anyways. Okay, th- thoughts on retinol creams. In general, retinol creams, there should not be a purging time frame when you start a retinol. However, you're, it takes time for your skin to acclimate to any product. So if you are using a retinol to decrease acne breakouts, it can take four to 12 weeks for that cycle to start happening. So what I tell my patients, if you're going to get a really bad acne breakout next week, it's going to come no matter what. You may just have happened to start the retinol this week. And so you might think it caused it, but it was going to come no matter what. So you just Mm. have to kind of go through it. Just know sometimes it can happen. Retinols can cause some side effects to the skin, including redness, irritation, some people will mix up those side effects with an acne breakout if they see red bumps on their skin. Not all red bumps are acne. Um, so in general, it should not increase your breakouts. You should not have a purging time, but sometimes you can see it just because of the cycle that you're in. Hmm. You have that spiel like you've memorized it. Have hmm. you said that I once? I might have said it <laughs> once or twice billion before. times. Oh my goodness. You're like, <laughs> here we go again. And then you just turn on the autopilot and your mouth starts moving and you're like, retinol is actually a vitamin. Actually, I can do that. I can like think of my shopping list while like reiterating I my do that like, too. acne spiel. <laughs> like, okay, in the beginning, in the morning, we're going to use this antibacterial lotion. It will help decrease inflammation in the skin. And then you're thinking, Make sure you use a gentle cleanser. Did I defrost the, the ground beef? <laughs> yes. What are we going to have, hamburger helper tonight? No, I'm focused though. That was more like my derm days when I would just like boom, 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 like. 50 pages a day. You had five clients in a room and you just go back and forth between them all. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. But no, no. I'm focused. I'm present. Yes, I'm you present. are. So, um, so yeah, I hope that answered your question. Retinol cream increasing breakouts. Um, nah. You're good. Okay, cool. You're good. But start low and go slow. Do a little pea-sized drop all over your face. Start with two or three times a week at night and build up from that. So even myself, when I use a retinol, I use it still just two or three times a week because I like to use a really strong 0.1%. Bad bitch alert. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm greasy too. 0.1 is gnarly. I mean, I could handle that too. I could put... I can handle that. I no didn't problem. like a little peeling. I just feel like, ooh. I can tell. Peel I'll be off. looking at your forehead sometimes. I'm like, this bitch started retinol again because she's flaking. Does that offend you? No, <laughs> no, not at all. Do you? It reminds <laughs> me. I need. I need some retinol in my life. You do. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Let Let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Okay, what has been a reality check for you during 2020? Oh my gosh, this is a great question. For me, the reality check, and this sounds super corny, but life is too short. It could end tomorrow. And we've been told that 
you know, our entire lives. You see it in movies, you hear it in songs, but truly like 2020 for me is like YOLO. <laughs> like the way I'm acting, I'm like, I could die tomorrow. I could die. So I'm not being reckless by any means. I'm not having, you know, I'm not in the club partying, you know, hooking up with all these different dudes, YOLO, but I'm more like, I'm going to do things that scare me because when else am I going to do it? So the reality check for me is to face fear head on, to not be afraid to speak your truth, to not be afraid to be vulnerable, to not be afraid to ask what you want, because if people can't give you what you want, or if they're afraid of your truth, then they're not ready for you. And they got to kick it, mm -hmm. kick rocks and get the step in. Yeah, it's just too short to have those people in your life that don't bring you value. Yeah. Don't bring more to your life. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I also reality check for me. It was I, I'm a people pleaser. I'm a recovered people pleaser, actually. So I, I no longer participate in that behavior. So people pleasing is defined as like you. I guess it's like codependent tendencies. I'm a co I'm a recovered codependent, too. But that means that I do things to please other people, even though it might mean that I'm not serving myself or like I put others needs before mine. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, I need to be heard. I need to be honest, but I I'll be quiet and I will lie because I want the person to be not be mad at me. Mm -hmm. That's an example of people pleasing. So I said in another episode, I was like, listen, after covid or whatever pandemic and we're still in it technically. So it's not even we're not even out of the woods, but. I was like, I'm either single or fucking, I got a man. I'm engaged. You know what I mean? So what are you right now? Girl, don't even. <laughs> why, are you trying to, why are you trying to air my business? Yes. Okay. So I have a boyfriend. I have oh, a boyfriend. I haven't heard you say that out loud yet. <laughs> I know you guys, the end of an era. All my internet boyfriends are going to be so pissed. What are you going to do with all those thirst trap photos in your phone you save? I'm going to give them to my man. Oh, well, He gets to see him first because this is the thing. When you're with somebody that you like, I don't need the attention off some schmuck on the internet. True. I don't want a fucking like or a hard eye emoji. He can't even put together a fucking sentence. All he can do is double tap it. That's it? That's all you're giving me? A double tap on my fine ass picture? Put put that you would drink my bath water. <laughs> That's the type of shit I want to see. If you aren't giving me that energy, then get out of my fucking DMs. Mm -hmm. And they have all jumped out on their own. I swear to God. The ones that were still crawling in my DMs and saying shit, saying scandalous stuff. I said, listen, my boyfriend's not going to like that. Oh, and they all okay. left. Bye. So, yeah. Um, so what reality check for me kind of tying into the fact that I have a boyfriend and I'm like a perpetually bachelorette single woman is that the reality check is like we think we have a plan. <laughs> yes. You know what? What they say? You tell God your plan and he laughs mm -hmm. because what you think is going to happen. God has something, and, you know, for those who are sensitive about the word G.O.D., God, higher power universe. Like you have great plans. I have great plans. I'm a planner. I love writing shit down. I love making lists. But did I plan to find love in a pandemic with a guy who doesn't necessarily fit what I thought I wanted as a boyfriend? Hell no. Mm -hmm. Hell no. But I spent this time in 2020 as best as I could, being as healthy as I could. And that meant a lot of spiritual connection, a lot of meditation, a lot of self-care. And what came out of that intensive self-care and spiritual connectedness was an awareness, an open mind, an open heart, and boom, I got a boyfriend. That's all it takes. That's it. Right? So that's my reality well, check. Well, I think, too, you started the year before the pandemic with that as a priority in your life. My meditation? Yeah, or just like taking care of yourself. Yeah. And then I, you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of anyone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's another codependent 101. You got to put your mask on before you put it on your children yeah. when your plane's going down. Yeah, we should do a codependent episode one time. 
<laughs> girl we gotta bring one of our i gotta bring one of my therapist friends on okay i okay. got a lot of them for sure yeah maybe I, okay i know okay. who i got in mind we'll get it okay so wait are you gonna answer about your reality check oh yeah if i mean i one? think my my priority has reshifted so i'm a workaholic like mm. i could work i went back three weeks after i gave birth to my kids to go back to work like i love work but it just did make me think about my family, you know, I, I've all obviously always loved my children and my family, but just realizing at this time, my kids are not back in school yet, how much they need me. They need my husband and just being present with them, actually be spending more time with them is so important. Even this morning I was on homeschooling duty. There was like 11 kids at my house. Cause you know, while Yes, uh, this life is going to take us in different different directions. I'm still a fixer. So for me, if school's not going back in session, I'm going to have a school at my house. Mm -hmm. So right now I have like 11 kids every day doing virtual schooling at my house. And, you know, while it do is it stressful for me? Yes, more than any work or doing podcasting, anything like this. But I know even like this morning, Drew, my seven-year-old is like, you're going to stay home with us and give me like a big extra long hug. Yeah, he's so and sad. just knowing that like, oh okay, this is so hard. I'm so stressful. Like one of the kids jumped on a pool float in our backyard and got mm -hmm. their pants all wet. I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? Like, I'm not good at this, but that's my shift in my priority. So trying to figure out how can I continue to work really hard, see patients, grow this business, spend time with my kids, just knowing stuff is going to have to sacrifice and it shouldn't be my main priority, which is my family. It has to be other things. Um, and just trying to figure out things to, you know, enhance their lives and just make sure they're mentally more mm, sound. That's important. Yeah. yeah it's a, it's a hard time for everyone right now. So yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. Reshifting my focus. Cool. All right. So uh, this isn't really a question, but more of a comment. More podcasts, please. I'm in Melbourne, Australia, in lockdown, and I binged. They are very locked down in Australia. Are they? Very, very Well, because they got like zero cases. New Zealand, too. I saw a picture of well, New that's Zealand. That's why they have zero cases. Yeah. They're super locked down. <clears throat> well, we love Australia. Yes. I love Australia. We have some Australian cousins in, in Sydney, and they're from Darwin. So I would love to go to Australia. Much love, babes. There is a great Australian aesthetics podcast mm. called Inside Aesthetics. Yeah. Or Aesthetic Insider. I think Inside Aesthetics. Oh, it's great. So if you're in Australia and you're interested in aesthetics, check it out. Yeah, I've seen you. They have like a lot of um, like plastic surgeons mm -hmm. and injectors it's, and stuff. It's more of the inside of the industry. Talk, Yeah, talking to people in the industry, but they're entertaining and they have really good guests on. Okay, noted. Thanks, pipes. All right. Uh, question for you, Aaron. Can filler be used in the booty? I have a dent in my ass on one side and it's very noticeable. She didn't say that, but I pretty much like boiled down her question into she wants to know if she can put filler yeah. in a dent in her butt. So yes, you can put filler in the booty. Typically, we don't use the fillers that we use more commonly in the face. We don't use hyaluronic acid filler because it's very costly and you need a lot of it and it doesn't last as long. Mm -hmm. So I've seen some people do it on Instagram. I think they just do it for the show, but like 15 syringes of, you know, Juvederm Ultra Plus in the Get butt out of here. And last nine months. And that's like, $6,000. Like, why are you doing that? Okay. They just um, got extra time and extra juvenile. Yep, yep exactly. Uh, what we usually recommend is something like Sculptra, which is a- What um, is Sculptra? A Sculptra is a collagen stimulator. So it's going to cause your body's own collagen to stimulate. It's kind of like putting um, nutrients on your grass so your grass will grow. So mm -hmm. your own collagen- So your ass will grow. So <laughs> Instead of your grass growing, your ass is going to grow. <laughs> You, 
um, Galderma, can you sponsor us and please take Come that tagline? Galderma, stop fucking playing. I need some disport in my armpits. I need some. Uh, I need. I think I need to top up on some kiss in my lips. What do you think? A smile? No. Okay, whatever. Wait, relax. Smile really big, hard. No, you I can't need use some, a lip flip. A what you bit. guys can't see is that I'm like smiling in front of Aaron and trying to like. See, I'm, I'm trying sp- to get more filler out of her by like making my upper lip look skinny. She's like, "Nah, you don't need more filler." I'm like, "Are you sure about that?" <laughs> so okay, so sculpture. Yes. Wait, would you put sculpture in the face? You can. You can put it in the face. It, yeah. So what it is is that it's a medication that was originally designed for patients who had AIDS mm. with something. They have a condition called lipoatrophy, where they lose all the fat in their face due to the antiretroviral medications that they have to be on. Mm-hmm. So the AIDS doesn't make them skinny or HIV. It's the medication that does. So it was originally designed for those patients to plump up their face that has no fat in it. Mm-hmm. So that type of treatment works really good in really thin patients like runners who are really I don't need active. It. That's why you don't carry Sculptra because <laughs> I don't need it. <laughs> so like why bother carrying it? We I'm not going to use it. So we don't need Sculptra at the office. <laughs> but no, it's a, it's a good treatment. Um, but it, that would work best in the booty. Okay. Yes. So, so yeah, girl, don't come to us wanting filler in your in your ass. We'll refer you to somebody else. Yeah, we have some great, some great injectors. Some, that some do friends it. that mm-hmm. do sculpture. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and yeah, girl, nobody's noticing that dent in your butt as much as you are. I promise. They're just like nice ass. <laughs> they don't care about the dent. Okay. Um, next question: How to get over an ex? Aaron, step off. Don't even bother. <laughs> don't even try. Okay. You don't even know where to go with this. I've had Aaron the has, same boyfriend husband since I was 18. I know. I, know, Aaron, I can't. Guys, I'm sorry. Did you guys know that Aaron has, Aaron married her first boyfriend. So Aaron has nothing to say. <laughs> Step off. Let me take this one here. How to get over an ex. When I got this question, I was like, girl, I feel you on the deepest, deepest level. I mean, I haven't had many exes. Well, at least they didn't know they were my ex. I considered them my ex, but they didn't know we were boyfriend and girlfriend. I thought we were boyfriend and girlfriend, but this is the bottom line with exes. Okay. Or like ex crushes or whatever people bottom line, it comes down to obsession. When you can't get over an ex, it's because you're obsessed with something that isn't real. Hmm. Okay, you're obsessed with an idea of that person. Would you stalk somebody who was a jerk to you, who was unavailable, who was an asshole? No. Mm -hmm. Why would you want to chase that? You're obsessed with the idea of what it could be, of that one time he bought you a flower, of that one time he introduced you to his homies, so you thought you were going somewhere, that one time he, whatever, bought you a churro. That's what you're holding on to, forgetting. That he was texting you and 18 other women the same fucking good morning text. You're forgetting that he was emotionally unavailable. You're forgetting that all he did was smoke pot all day long. I'm saying these things because I personally experienced dudes like that who are just not up. Like you can call him a jerk or whatever, but bottom line, they did not meet what I was looking for. However that looks. Mm -hmm. And so what a lot of times I, I realize I pretty much have a master's degree in getting over exes because I'm an obsessive chick. I'm a fantasy girl. I love drumming up fantasies and what could be and giving, you know, giving guys last name is, you know, calling myself Megan Herrera, you know, like that's my (laughs) shit. So with exes, this is what I've done in my past. Don't stalk his social media. Bottom line, I'm talking day one, like you're quitting smoking. Like you put down the cigarette, you put down the Instagram. Do you block him? I block him. Yeah. I block motherfuckers. And guess what? I blocked a dude. He straight up emailed me 
found my email and was like, hey, did you block me, sad face? And I felt so satisfied <laughs> because I was like, I wanted to like, I wanted to screenshot that and blast him on social media because he hurt my feelings. I wanted to show like, ah, look at how thirsty he is, how desperate he is. He wants to talk to me and dudes are just simps. But the better Megan was like, I'm not going to do that. That's not what a grown ass adult woman does. Just delete. I deleted it. Yeah. I didn't respond to him. Um, so what I've done in the past is I straight up. So if it's really bad, if my obsession is really bad, like we actually were dating and we like had a thing and we were talking, it was a little more substantial. I've been known to block just because with social media and algorithms, they can kind of like pop up a little more. Well, his new girlfriend will pop up in your feed and it's a picture of them together. Oh yeah. Even though course. you've like unfollowed him. Yeah. Even yes. though I unfollowed him, there's still so also when you block somebody, you might have a lapse in judgment and you're like, I'm just going to look really quick. Yeah. But then when you're blocked, you're when you block them, you're reminded you can't find them. Like you can't uh, find them right away. Or once you do, it shows like they have zero posts and stuff like that. Um, also let go of the fear that it, that they find out that you've blocked them. If they think you're crazy, quote unquote, because you blocked them, they could fuck off. You yeah. know, like I'm not concerned about guys like, wow, you blocked me. It's for my mental health, not yours, mm -hmm. boo boo. Mm -hmm. um, I do that unapologetically because there have been some moments of weakness where like I can't trust myself to not look at their social yeah. media. What do you think about people saying they want to stay friends? <laughs> no new friends, no new friends, no new friends. Oh, no, no. It's a song by Drake. And um, it's the anthem because this is the thing. I've I've been there. Mm -hmm. So I've been on both sides of that. Let's just be friends table. So I dated a guy in Vegas and he, it wasn't a good fit. I wanted I was like, yo, I want I want you to be my boyfriend. He's like, I'm not ready for that. And I was like, okay, we're not hooking up anymore. But he was so much fun. And yeah. he was an amazing dancer. Like, he made me feel like the best dancer ever. Like, he would, like, I had a lot of fun with him. And we are still friends today. Like, it was very uh, amicable and mature. And, like, he, he'll come through to LA and we'll grab dinner or we'll go dancing and stuff. And he's moved on. I've moved on. And that's an example of having a friendship. Because we were both on the same page. Mm -hmm. He was honest with me. He's like, I can't give you a boyfriend right now. And I was like, well, I want a boyfriend. And he's like, well, then we'll do other things. Um, and I didn't, I, maybe it was his personality that I didn't get upset seeing him with other chicks. Yeah. But I've had dudes who, you know, I hooked up with for a while and then they're like, I just want to be friends. I'm like, I don't want to kick it with you and just be friends with you. Yeah. There's like, no other substance to them. No. Well, you know, kind I don't want to say guys are that one dimensional, you know, but what I mean by that is, um, it's hard for me to like, I have like 18 friends that I want to have lunch with me. Yeah. Like I have 18 people I owe phone calls to. I have 18 people that I need to go on a walk with or go on a trip with. And this motherfucker wants to cut in front of the line because <laughs> we rolled around in some sheets together. No, you know, I'm, I'm not into that. And, but I've also dated a guy and I've had to say, I'm not interested in being with you romantically anymore, but I would like to be your friend if you're okay with that. I gave him the out because I know what it's like to be said, want to be friends? I'm like, no. Yeah. So I told the guy I broke up with, I said, I'd still like a friendship with you if you're cool with that. But if not, I completely understand. And he was like, yeah, I want to be friends. Hmm. And I chatted with him a few weeks ago. Yeah. So um, back to how to get over an ex. Um, don't look them up on social media because you're simply hunting for pain. You're not going to see a picture of him posting a struggle meal eating top ramen like he's fucking broke okay True. he's not gonna show how he's broke or how he's struggling he's not gonna post up a picture of him suffering mm. of him in a busted car losing his job breaking his bones like nobody shows that no. the internet he's gonna post up a mysterious picture with his hand on a fat butt 
that's not yours. <laughs> you're going to see a little, you're, I mean, I am next level FBI. You're going to see a little wisp of hair. That's not the color of your hair in a picture of his. And it's going to make you go crazy. You're going to crawl out of your skin, trying to figure out in his tag pictures, mm -hmm. in his stories, mm -hmm. in his homie stories, this started, just stop. Yeah. Get off your phone, girl, go for a walk, call your grandma, bake something. Like, and I know this sounds, but I'm telling you, once you do that, you'll be relieved and you count the days. It's been three days since I looked at a social media. It's been four days. Some people say like the best way to get over a dude is to get under one. I'm not, those hoe days of mine are long gone and they never really existed. It was more of like week, a week. And I never felt like that healed what was going on for me. I get over exes by feeling my own self-worth cut mm -hmm. because I don't rely on a dude to make me feel like, like I don't look at a dude not liking me being like, what's wrong with me? Yeah. How am I not attractive? Is it because of how I look, what I said? I look at it at my wise 35 years. It's just not a good fit. Yeah. He's not feeling this and that's fine. Because why would you want to be with someone no. that's not compatible? No. And that's just trying to force a square peg into a round hole. Like, I got to make this work. No, but you don't understand. Like, he has a cute bulldog that will match my bulldog. And he's tall. And oh my God, my boyfriend's shorter than me. My boyfriend doesn't have a cute bulldog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that shit is not important. Well, and it doesn't matter when you're like three kids deep in and like paying mortgage. And mm -hmm. like when real life shit happens. Yeah. You have to make sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, those are kind of the superficial things, but this has come with age, you guys. So mm -hmm. actually the person who asked this, I'm pretty sure they were a young woman, yeah. like a younger woman than me. So, um, but I think that all those are still ap applicable. Yeah. Don't look them up on social media and keep yourself busy with self-care things. Like Put down it. your phone. Mm -hmm. Also, if you're obsessed with this dude, call a friend, call your grandma. Seriously. I cannot tell, say this enough. Like stop thinking about yourself so much because <laughs> I do that to myself. Yeah. I think about Take myself all the time. Yeah. I have a list of people I call every day just because that means for like an hour, mm -hmm. I won't be thinking about myself. I'll be thinking about my friends, my family members, my, you know, like my, whatever, the people I care for in my life. Um, so I hope that helps. And also remember it will pass. The pain will pass. Mm -hmm. It will absolutely go away. And you will be like, Josh, who? Yeah. What the fuck was that? Oh my God. That, that was an experiment. That was a social experiment. So anyways, <laughs> good, tips. good tips. Okay. <laughs> so that was Megan's lesson on how to get over next. Okay. My next question for you, Aaron Jensen tips on which products slash treatments to get when you're balling on a budget. Mm -hmm. This sounds familiar. Yeah. Episode number 12. I think that's what it was entitled. Yes. Balling, balling on, on a, a budget. skincare budget. So check out episode 12, but I will give you some very simple, straightforward things. Uh, if you are balling on a budget, get a drugstore cleanser, just something gentle, like C to fill CeraVe, nothing special with mm -hmm. it, but invest in a good sunscreen, like our sunscreen is 34 bucks, and a easy, like at-home exfoliative treatment, either a nice scrub or glycolic acid. And each one of those will set you back an additional 30 to $40. Mm -hmm. Exfoliation, sunscreen, and cleanser. Yeah. That's easy. Easy. Start with that. And then if you can save up for an esthetician service four times a year, quarterly, something like a derma sweep, a facial, a chemical peel, that will take you even farther. Yeah. Cheaper than a daily Starbucks. Yeah. I hate when people say that shit because I love fills. We were like, just don't buy coffee every day. I'm like, well, fuck no, you. That's all I live for. <laughs> but you just work. You'd rather work harder to earn more money. Yeah. That's kind of my frame. Yeah, frame yeah, exactly. Too. I Yeah, some people are like, just peel back on certain things. Yeah. Like, that's very Dave Ramsey. Well, actually, Dave Ramsey also suggests you just find extra jobs and you just hustle harder. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I would just, you know, like, take money away from other things and put it towards skin. Because once you see the results of 
taking your skincare seriously, you get like addicted to it. Oh yeah. And it makes you feel really good. Mm -hmm. So if you guys want further detail on the like exact products, make sure to check out our episode number 12, which is literally called Bon on a skincare Mm -hmm. budgets. Okay. Next question. What is good for skin, uh, for dry skin that's congested in the chin area because of my stupid mask? Chin acne is Chinacne <laughs> is so bad right now. Yeah. Like all of my patients who don't even suffer with acne are having acne. One, um, we talked about this in, in an episode recently about cleaning like, your mask. Yeah. So uh, it is hard, but uh, you either need to wa- you put on a clean mask every day, like have a rotation of masks you're washing like underwear or use disposable masks that mm-hmm. you change every day and don't wear makeup under your mask and use an exfoliative product under your mask. Again, glycolic acid is great because it helps turn over dead skin cells. It's antibacterial. What I recommend for my patients, they clean their face, they apply our glycolic pad all over their face, especially under their mask, and they just put their mask directly on top of the glycolic acid on clean skin. Mm. Facials are really helpful. Retinols can be helpful too. Yeah. Boom. Punto. So even if your skin's dry, the glycolic oh, acid is going to Dry skin, yes. Glycolic acid is great for dry skin because when you exfoliate your skin with the glycolic acid, it will allow your moisturizer to penetrate better. So don't be afraid of moisturizing your skin when you have acne as long as you're using one that is non-comedogenic. That's the fancy word for it. won't clog your pores. Exactly. Yes. Important. And all of our moisturizers are. That's right. Oh, yeah, of course. All of our moisturizers are oil-free and all mm-hmm. that good shit. Okay. Uh, another question for you, Aaron. Where do you see the treatment skin boutique empire in five years? I hate this five-year question. I'm like, I don't even know where I'm going to be next month. So five was, years from now. I was just asking your Thanksgiving plans. And you're like, I don't know. I don't know, Aaron. I think I know. I don't, I don't know. Erin no. asked me, she's like, what are you going to wear two months from now at this photo shoot? And I'm oh, like, Erin? I don't even know if I will, you know, like be around in two months. I don't know what the, you know, but then I ask you like, Hey, what's up with the, um, with uh, your son's birthday party? You're like, can you give me like two weeks? And I'm like, his birthday is in two weeks. No, you want a calendar invite saved for everything in your life. I sure do. And you were bugging me about that. <laughs> so anyways, oh, okay. okay. Five we're, years. We're, we're just trying to not answer the question. Where, okay. No, I will answer it. But where, where do you see us in five years? Uh, for someone who doesn't like to think that far five years i see l'oreal's cutting a fat check and uh we have the check receiving ceremony in new york at the hudson yards and they're like megan the megan l'oreal is <laughs> i've been telling you this since day one Aaron. I, know. I was like when is l'oreal gonna buy us so i can so you can, so I can, you retire. can retire i don't want to retire <laughs> so like, i can retire i can kiss this goodbye i'll just come back for chemical peels and filler like but that's i see it but but if i don't it's not going to be sold in five years because what happens is we listen to a lot of those um npr how we made it how i built this how i built this whatever and and all these girls who have or these people who have like skincare products or french you know like dermatologica or um that that chick who made like that powder i don't know and how she's you know all of it is like venture capital money and then i sold it for 30 billion (laughs) dollars And I kind of want that, but I also understand that like you are a homegrown corn fed, which means just like a f- grassroots like chick. Like you don't have VC money. You didn't go to Stanford. But don't you hear the part where they're like, the worst thing I did was take VC money? Yeah. They, they always, always say talk that. about that. They always yeah. say how- no. So, okay. So in five years, you're yeah. definitely not going to take venture capitalist money. No. Yeah. Never. So you're not. Uh, but yeah, for I, I envision at like definitely multiple locations. 
uh, maybe international locations. But the thing is, is that there's only one Aaron Jensen. Well, yes, but I mean, we hire only the best of the best. Mm -hmm. And yeah, all of our injectors are amazing, just as good, if not better than me. And Mm -hmm. that's what you know, we have quality and integrity. So I never envision a franchise McDonald's model where you have like 100 locations as just not us. We cannot control the quality that way. Yeah. You know, but maybe having, you know, four to five locations in five years, I think would be amazing. So in California? Probably California, Southern California. I don't know. Arizona? Arizona has tons of great aesthetics already. Yeah. New Mexico. I would love to get freaky in Taos. You could uh, live out there for a little while. I would love that. I would just howl at the moon. I have a lot of people ask about New Mexico, and I don't know anybody in New Mexico. We have a client that comes in from Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah. For sure. She comes in for uh, microneedling Mm -hmm. and Botox and Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so a few locations, but just still doing good quality. Just it's still that very small, intimate feel. Mm -hmm. Expanding hospitality, maybe. Like, I love spas, like full-on spas. Mm. Korean spa. I need a... I just need a shower in one of these that makes, rooms. That reminds me, I need to go back to Pelicure and have him buff my bod. I, that was great. It was. Maybe I'll squeeze it in tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> That's all Megan has to do, I, get her butt scrubbed. Listen, I've set my life up for a certain type of lifestyle. <laughs> and um, Aaron and I, yes. So Aaron would never, like, retire. I wouldn't retire either. But what Aaron and I do, like, Aaron is, is very linear. And she's... She's used to waking up at the same time every day, going to the same office. Well, you kind of vary. Your office Mm -hmm. day-to-day varies. I'm more of like, I'm a little more fluid. I kind of like my best working hours are like 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Like I'm a little nocturnal, but I will always work in some capacity. Like I never, I, I don't envision like just getting rich and like sitting on a patio chair. Yeah. You know, like I got to stay busy, even if I'm like do philanthropy or something or like have just a a consulting business or whatnot. Something you enjoy. Yeah. Okay. So that's where the treatment will be. All right. Aaron, what are your thoughts on PDO threads? Maybe we should tell people what PDO threads are. PDO threads are a um, dissolvable suture that's inserted into the face and it is surrounded by different substances, depending on the thread that can either like quote unquote lift, stimulate collagen. Um, similar to what the sculpture we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of times, uh, I don't know, I think they can be good for the right patient. However, I do think that people are out there marketing them for everyone. Like there's some accounts that just show the cat eye or fox eye eyebrow we lift need to all hit day up long. Instagram and ask him how to like block that shit. Because I'm sick of seeing... All that fox eye business because I don't want to look like Bella Hadid. Yeah. Believe that or not, I don't. I want to look like Megan fucking Patterson. Mm-hmm. Just with a little bigger lips and higher cheeks. Yeah, exactly. I don't need fox eye. Yeah, well, I, with anything, you what does a result look like? It looked like in six to 12 months. So a trend that doesn't show long-term results or not as much, I'm questionable on. I've seen enough negative side effects with patients that have gone elsewhere, um, you know, puckering and dimpling and describing. They haven't gone to trained, you know, or or it just happen. It can happen. It, it just can happen. Uh, it's not easily reversible. So removing a thread is very Wait, you hard can't to just do. just like snip it? No, it's, it has barbs in it. So think about like a fish hook. <sighs> Ugh. Ugh. Oh my Stop. God. <laughs> so you, you, it reminds me of the time I got my, my finger caught in a fish hook. 
I was with you. When was that? June Lake, oh, 1991. Yes. <laughs> and I just, I couldn't get it out. It was torture. So the barbs are in these threads. So they, that's how it keeps the lift. Yes. So when you see these people yanking on them and they, they just can be hard to deal with. You can't just easily take them out. However, there are some patients that have just this tiny little pocket of skin right by their nasolabial fold that you can't fill it with filler. It doesn't need Botox and a thread would be good for that. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it is right in the certain type of person. I think it's over-marketed for what it can do. I'm not really interested in bringing that procedure on for us just because I like home run stuff that works 95% of the time, that's controlled, well-studied. So if I think someone is appropriate for threads, I do send them out to um, people. So my really yeah. good friend, Vanessa Lee, Vanessa crushes her, it. her practice is really great, great with threads. So I let them be the expert in that category. Yeah. I think some people just go on the internet and they see stuff and they're like, I want that. I want threads. I want it. Mm-hmm. I just want it. Cause I want it. I want to say I want it. I mean, I want to have it. I want to say I've had it. This, that, or the other. Mm-hmm. I even asked you. I was like, hey, Aaron, if I buy threads, will you put them in me? Yes, you did say that. <laughs> and you're like, no, bitch. You even called the rep. I did. And that was a huge mistake. You're you like, guys. can I just buy 10 um, threads? Never call reps. Never give them your number. No. Because all of a sudden they're rolling in with Panera and they <laughs> want to be your best friend. Mm-hmm. They think, hey, can I borrow a moment of your time? Three years later, one, three hours later, one PowerPoint later. Starbucks and Panera later, they're like, please sign here for all the things I'm going to sell you. And I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm not buying anything. I just want free lunch. It's like a timeshare. It's seriously like I survived the 90 minute timeshare presentation. Yes. Let me out of here. So for me, because Aaron explained to me what I was looking for. I think at the time I was feeling a little droopy, but I've been able to achieve with cheek filler. Mm-hmm. Something that has yes. helped me. Most of my patients that inquire about thread lifts need a facelift. <laughs> and and a, a, and it's not going to replace that. I know. You're just going to be dis- disappointed with it. So again, right patient specific going to a good person who does it all the time. Yeah. And and we're very honest and and clear on like if you want facelift results, that's not going to come from anything but a facelift. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. You know? So, yeah, you have some patients that are like I don't want to have a facelift straight up. I don't. And you'll be sure. like, okay, this mm-hmm. will be results that aren't equal to that if you're like consent to that. Yeah. I will tell them we can get you about 20% better where a facelift can get you 80% better. Yeah. And if they say, okay, then let's do it. Move ahead. Okay. Oh, I, I love this question because it's, it's pretty, it's deep. Why microneedling over laser or Cosmolon? Which is longer lasting? They are used for different things. Mm-hmm, totally so different. you're not picking them. You're not sent, you don't have a skin condition. It's like, okay, let's choose microneedling, lasers, or Cosmolon. In general, we're going to pick something specifically for your skincare needs. So mm-hmm. we'll use all of them with I've the same person. Yep. Microneedling really helps collagen production. If you have acne scars, your you have your skin has rough texture, you need to thicken your skin a little bit. It's just really thin from aging. Microneedling is great for that. Mm-hmm. Lasers can be very helpful for blood vessels doing a deeper resurfacing laser for tightening the skin, you know, like really bad sun damage. You're a masochist. I know you hate lasers. Lasers are fine for the right people. (laughs) They hurt like a mother. Some do. Yeah. Um, Or Cosmolon. Cosmolon is your go-to for pigmentation and melasma. It's great. And, you know, I did, we posted a before and after picture recently, which was one of my most favorite before and after pictures. Because we got such dramatic results by using very, um, the least amount of invasive Ness, what's the word for it? Like yeah. just and um someone's like, that looks like a lot of maintenance. It's like girl, I saw that comment too. So Aaron, <laughs> okay. So this before and after post we're talking about, this client actually did a Cosmolon, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well let me I'll, I'll tell you her story. I'm sorry. 
she very sweet came in just you know unhappy with her skin her skin was inflamed to the max with rosacea so that was just going over education like you have rosacea and this is what rosacea is it's a chronic inflammatory condition of the face stimulated by heat related triggers things like hot showers spicy food stress you're going to need to avoid these triggers be on these medications but at the same time you want your skin to look better you could really benefit from some Botox. Let's do some Botox too. She comes back a few months later. She has some pigmentation issues left over. We do a Cosmolon peel. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, and, and super intense skincare. At home. She, she has a dose. She has phytocorrective gel. She's on sunscreen. She's on prescriptions. Like she is super regulated with her skincare. So that, it didn't just take a $3,000 laser to fix her. It takes a lot of work at home. Mm -hmm. And then uh, there was a comment on that post mm -hmm. saying. I didn't say anything because I was like, hold me back. Well, just saying that seems like a lot of maintenance. It's like, well, <laughs> I was like, girl, a man is maintenance. A six pack is maintenance. Well, I think that's what your car is maintenance. Yes, but a, a, a marketing does not show that to the consumers. Mm. Just like here, here, drink this tummy tea and you'll have a six pack. Like I, 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 I don't know that person at all, but like someone who has maybe a comment of that's a lot of maintenance would believe like might could possibly like tummy tea could give you a six pack. Like, yeah, you have to be realistic with it. You want to be thin and fit. You got to work out four to five times a week and you have to eat really healthy. Mm -hmm. Like a crash diet isn't going to maintain you forever. Like yeah. you want to look, have really good skin. Well, that's you do this, stuff about that's it. society. Society wants to give us quick fixes. It's, yes. you know, the person who made a comment, I'm not trying to talk shit or drag. She just probably is misinformed. Yes. I've been informed by you because I work with you and what we, you want, you want results. You're going to have a little downtime. You mm -hmm. want results. You're going to have to make it a daily activity to wash your face and wear sunscreen and put on your medication. Even when you're drunk, even when you're out of town, even when you're too tired to do so. Um, and it kind of plays off the other question, the other part of the question this person had, which was, which is longer lasting? That's a huge misconception that it lasts mm -hmm. that what, I mean, nothing is set it and forget it. No. In life. I never choose what I do based on how long it lasts. No, no. I do. But I also, I, I have that conversation with the patients to make sure they understand it. So say, say someone who I think could really benefit from a facelift and they're inquiring about filler. You know, they might, I might recommend six syringes of filler for them to get even halfway to what a facelift might look like. That is something where we're, they should think about what is longer lasting. If they do go get a surgery, they're going to get more dramatic results that last longer than those six syringes of filler. Mm -hmm. But I'm not thinking, okay, should I do microneedling versus Cosmolon? Because no. this one's going to last longer. They treat different things better. Yeah. You just want a better outcome. Yeah. And um, that type of mentality, it's going to take like more education, I think, from us in letting people know it's, this isn't, this is something you have to, like when people say, you know, how... Like is a Cosmolon, once I do it, I'm done. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge myth that yep. we'll touch on soon. Yes. Um, melasma or hyperpigmentation is nothing that's gone forever. Mm -hmm. So yes, that woman who had an amazing before and after who suffers from rosacea, which looks very painful, it's something she's going to have to continue to work mm -hmm. on. Yeah, it's a chronic forever. condition without a cure. It's yes. not a mole that's cut off and it never comes back. No. And for some people, the, the woman who commented, it was like, that seems like a lot of look, for, like a lot of work. For her, what might be more important is less time in the bathroom, less product spending, but you also can't complain or be like, I want that. I, you like pe when people be like, ooh, I, I want to get rid of my hyperpigmentation, but I don't want a chemical peel. 
And I'm mm-hmm. like, no downtime, no results, honey. Yeah. Like you got to figure out what you want. Do you mm-hmm. want to save face and present, you know, and not peel in front of people and not be embarrassed, which by the way, nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> nobody does. Like I just peel your life away and enjoy the results, mm-hmm. you know? So we're very honest about like, we're going to give it to you real. Yeah. Aaron will give it to you. Real. And if it does seem like too much for you, then that's totally fine. That's absolutely like, don't, fine. Don't buy it. You know, like that's totally fine. But when you go and buy the skincare product on the internet with a before and after picture, it cured my rosacea, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. Oh, you, you said that like a mom. You're going to be disappointed. Okay. I am so disappointed in you. Straight, I, yeah. I, I'm so <laughs> glad you brought up that comment because it's, um, it, that before and after was just proof that like. She's the sweetest soul too. You put in You know, the it's work. so cute. I was like. You know, I approach everyone very delicately when I ask to use their before and after photos. I'm like, would you ever let me use your before and after photos? Like, oh, of course. Like, you, this is your work. So I want you to share Aww. it with people. I was like, oh, you're so sweet. And she's just a, a gem. She said, so yeah. Nice. I don't think people realize that, like, how much their consent for letting us use their pictures really helps mm-hmm. because it can help other people who might suffer from rosacea or look that way or have the same concern and be, you know, brave enough to put it up there. Cause I know everybody doesn't want their face up on the internet. Sure. So absolutely. Okay, cool. So next question for you, Aaron, if I do a retinol at night, can I use other serums? Yes, you can. Yeah. Typically you go thinnest to thickest. So if you're applying say like your, um, resveratrol, you're going to put that on nighttime, nighttime. antioxidant. Yep. You're going to put that on first. And then usually a retinol is a cream. You put it on on top of it. Mm-hmm. And then if you're using a thicker moisturizer, you can put your moisturizer on top of your retinol. But you should always talk to your esthetician or medical professional about what goals you're trying to have. A lot of times when I'm treating a bad acne breakout, I won't have people use their other serums while we're focusing on acne because I don't want their antioxidants to mess up their acne medicine because right now that moment the acne is more important than the antioxidants. yes than um blocking pollution yeah (laughs) it's important but yes not when you have like horrible acne perfect okay oh this is a good one well let me ask you this because this is your forte (laughs) shut up i'm surprised you don't have a home sprayer machine okay (laughs) self tanning or um spray tanning versus sunbathing oh okay well this is kind of obvious, but, um, let's talk about self tanning and spray tanning. So the question is self tanning or spray tanning versus sunbathing, which one is better for your skin? And I'm not going to, I'm not going to blast the person who asked this question because if Aaron knew, she would slap him. Uh (laughs) Is it a regular? Yeah. (laughs) Because sunbathing is never good for your skin as much as it feels good, as much as you think a tan makes you look thinner or more sexy or more glistening. I've learned the very, very hard way that you end up just looking like a piece of beef jerky once you go over a certain age. Yeah. My chest is looking crispy as fuck these days because I thought it'd be cute to have a tan chest. So for me, I'm self-tanner or spray tanner all day. What are your spray tan tips? Quick, uh, Some quick tips. I've said these before. Exfoliate. Get a really sharp razor. What I do is I exfoliate with a body brush that we carry. Then I use the sugar body scrub. So I do a dry brush to get the, the bigger chunks. That sounds so gross of dead skin. <laughs> and then I use a sugar scrub with coconut oil in the shower. Then I wash my body with a soap mm-hmm. because I want to get the oil off. Yes. And then, so I have all that dead skin off. Then I shave my legs. Perfect. Because I want, I don't want the razor to be clogged up with dead skin. And then, um, I, uh, go in with wet hair because I pull it all the way back, super tight in a bun. And then I do the, I do the booth spray. So certain places do like 
four positions, two positions, whatever. I usually do medium to dark. I like it on the darker side. And then, but sometimes I'll do like an airbrush if I'm going to like be in a bathing suit in front of like all the time. Like do the six pack spray on? Oh yeah. I'm like, can you give me some abs, please? Can you give me some chiseled, uh, you know, like back muscles? Can you give me some, some quads? Um, but it's, it's hard. I'm so like weak these days. Like when they like have me put my arms up, I mean, I haven't done a spray tan in nine months, like an airbrush, mm-hmm. but when they have you hold your arms up and you have to hold it, but they get really in and deep oh, yeah. and they like cut the angles. Um, but yeah, I do both, but I seriously, I, I was doing, I was tanning my legs. I told Erin this. Well, she actually noticed it. I was tanning my legs. Yeah. You were FaceTiming me and I was like, are you sitting outside in the sun? Yeah. And I got spanked because <laughs> My melasma flared up on my face, Mm -hmm. even though I wasn't, my face wasn't directly in the sun. I was like the perfect example of what I tell everybody not to do. Like, don't even sit out in the sun and, you know, like don't even be under an umbrella in the heat. And I did that. And my, like my melasma in my face looked disgusting. Even Nico was like, what happened? He said that. <laughs> and usually he's like, your skin looks so good, Megan. And he was like, what have you been doing? And you're like, oh <laughs> shit. Like, don't shame me. Um, he, I mean, he said it in a very nice way. He's like, what's going on? Yeah. And I was like. I've been naughty. So, um, so yeah. So yeah, stay out of the heat if you have melasma. Spray tanning's great. Mm-hmm, exactly. Okay. Okay. Last question here. What do you guys tend to butt heads on the most? Oh my gosh. Okay, you, yeah, you answer eat. that first. Okay. Um, I wanna, I'm curious what you think we butt heads on. Let me think. Okay. There's, there's a few things we can butt heads on. I can handle it. <laughs> Oh, uh, I think we we butt heads on not as much nowadays, but just how we think business should be run. Yeah. So you come from the customer service hospitality side, yeah. and I come from the like let's move it and get things done very quickly. Yeah. So I think in the beginning where we had more trouble communicating on how that should be done, I think we butt heads more on yeah. it. Um, I think that would be like the biggest thing. Just not ag- we are just have very different personalities, so not really um, agreeing on that type of thing. But we do not fight about petty stuff. Like we don't fight or hold grudges, or there's no family shit, or there's no, no. you took my like shirt or anything. First like of that. all, I can't fit in your shirts, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll borrow your fucking Gucci purses all day long. I don't even take those because I know I would get whipped if I took one of those. <laughs> I'd ask you, and you would say yes. What did you take from me? I the don't other do anything day? cool enough to where I need to borrow a cool purse of yours. <laughs> You'll I ask would. Me. If I wore your shoe size and your clothes, I probably would just take stuff. Well, I know. But Erin understands like my personality is like I borrow stuff and then I just bring it back to her later. And well, she's no, like, so I'm like, Megan, do you have my blush? And you're like, oh yeah, it's in my makeup bag. I'm like, don't take my blush I use every day, you know? Like, take something else. I'm like, Oops. my necessity. <laughs> my bad. I'm like, you don't need it, okay? <laughs> Oh my gosh. But you accept that. Like that doesn't cause fights. You know what I mean? Aaron, yeah, Aaron doesn't hold a grudge. I mean, I might have to not talk to her for a day or two because I'm like, I'm gonna let her cool down. Like she's going through something. I don't want to ask her questions. <laughs> or I'll be like <laughs> or I'll text her husband and be like, Hey, can you ask Aaron on my behalf? Cause I'm like, she's in a mood and do I you really do that. I, I think so. Or I'll <laughs> if there's a, if I have a question for something and mm. you know the answer and Ryan does too, I will go to Ryan. <laughs> if you're like because I'm like, she's busy or she's tense or she's like I do. I do sometimes let like my um, stress project. No, but but then I laugh and she gets more pissed. Like one time you came in, it was when I was working at the office and you came in and me and one of your, yeah. And one of the other employees. Oh, I know. Oh, I know what it was. (laughs) 
You were, so I was like, yo, I'm used to that look, but I don't think your employees are used to that look. Okay. Well, it just, okay. I just come back from um, having surgery mm-hmm. and it was my first day back and you were working the front desk and my medical assistant was in the back and one of the other PAs was in the back. My schedule was like ridiculously overstacked. Yeah. I didn't have a medical assistant because somehow it wasn't scheduled and the PA forgot to like order Botox. And so we were like out of Botox. I was like, and I just like went off on everybody. You came in the back and you're like, listen, <laughs> yes. you're like, y'all, all of y'all fucked up. Yes. You, you and you collectively. And I was like, listen, cause I'm her sister. So I was like, <laughs> no, not me. Okay. I'm the one that got you all these patients on your books. Okay. So you need to thank me. And the other, and I'm like seven days out from surgery. She was so angry. I am back earlier than I definitely should have been. And I was just like, <laughs> I just remember like being like, okay, boss. I was like, well, that's the only time I've gone off on like everybody. Yeah. But, but in all, but in, all learned- in all honesty, everyone did fuck up because yeah. I was out for the week. Yeah, so like exactly. But see, that's and that was in the beginning of the treatment. Yes. Now we have way more support. I'm not the one running everything. I'm not the one answering every because that, that's when I was answering every fucking phone call. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then I was taking them back. Like we just were stretched. Then it was a lesson in that like you know, we, we got to tighten things up yes. because we couldn't do it all. Mm-hmm. You know, like all of us collectively couldn't do it or things just slipped through the cracks. Yes. So, um, you know, butting heads with Aaron, I think we butt heads. Aaron is very pragmatic, very Capricorn, very kind of what you see is what you get ish. I'm more, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm more emotional. I'm more frothy. I'm more like, I bring like, you know, spirit, love energy into it. And she just looks at me like, the fuck you talking about you know I'm just you make more, me sound like a cold wretched bitch you're an ice queen <laughs> but there's success underneath you're not a, you're an ice queen with me you're very lovely with your patients and your children but with me you'll be like well <laughs> i just it's so hard to explain because i'm your sister but obviously it's not enough to bother me because i still talk to you, <laughs> you too. i still answer your calls i still hang out with you, you do. like we work together but i still hang out with you when we're not working yeah yeah. And then you still bring then up work shit. Then we must really like you, each other. No, you still bring up work shit. And I'm like, can I please relax with your children? <laughs> I call you and I'm like, can you please put your kids on the phone? You Aaron's like, oh, can we talk about the upcoming podcast? I'm like, no, I want to speak with your daughter. Then call her. She has a messenger thingy. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. So, um, uh. okay. So yeah, that's uh, that's how we butt heads. Um, great question, you guys. And we're going to do, we, we have more questions to answer. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, so we're going to have to br- break that off into another episode. Okay. Because that has been a really fun episode to record. It kind of went all over the place. Yes. Definitely skin stuff, but a little personal. And so anyways, the next time we ask, I ask for questions. You guys have to come up with some some good questions so we could do this again in the future. But um, thank you so much for listening. Never forget, guys, to follow us on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to subscribe and then to rate us. Add a little blurb because that will enable us to boost and more people will see us, which is amazing. We want to spread this knowledge. Um, to everybody even in Australia even in Melbourne so thanks guys so much for listening yeah thank you see you next week bye